blanket in her bed. And <laughs> she screams. <laughs> Literally. I feel something in the bed. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like, it's in the way. It's I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and I'm touching it like this. <laughs> not knowing what the fuck it is. I come out and I'm like, oh my God. I had to burn my hand off. <laughs> my fucking hand. Can you guess, guys, what it was? <laughs> it was this bitch's vibrator. <laughs> and I was touching the tip of it where it goes. Oh, my God. <laughs> We're closer than we've ever been before. back with another episode of flings and things i'm moni and i'm drea and we're here with episode 21 21 21 do your thing 21 <laughs> 21 Damn. remember when you were turning 21 <laughs> yeah i didn't even go outside isn't that crazy damn oh you're in a relationship huh i, I mean was. we both were but i was not out in the streets at all i didn't even i didn't go to no bars i didn't go to bars till i was like or anywhere really till i was like 23 yeah or I stayed indoors. How old were we when? 23. I thought it was 22. No, I was 23. 2017. I was 22, but I Turning was Turning really, 23, basically, yeah. for that next year. I know it's kind of sucks because for both of us, like we genuinely like probably pictured when we were younger, when we were going to turn 21, how it was going to be. And I feel like it wasn't like that at all. Oh, no, not at all. I know. I remember for your 21st birthday, we went to like the wineries. Yes. Grown <laughs> shit. <laughs> we went to Vegas for mine. But even then, like the Thea's, the moms. It was funny because I wasn't even 21 when we went to Vegas. Oh, my God. I for- And I used the <laughs> fake. I used a fake ID. Just to get to Vegas for me because nobody could come to my 21st birthday. It was like no females there. Yeah. So my cousin came, did it for me. Yeah. My mom was like, I I don't condone this. We had backup plans. Like she already knew like if she couldn't go out, it was, it is what it is, but she still wanted to come and I was like super Mm -hmm. happy about it. So yep. yeah, those were the days. It was easy. I just gave him my ID and I looked away and then (laughs) freaking... Her boyfriend at the time said the name that was on the ID, and I was oh, like, yeah. "And I was like, yeah." <laughs> I forgot about that actually. It was so funny, and then the guy was just like, "Here," <laughs> didn't even look anything like me. That's it's hilarious. I miss those days. To be honest, though, I would have given anything to be back to be twenty-one again. Not for the going out part, just because I don't like the age I'm at now. So honestly, I need Botox. <laughs> It's bad, y'all. Like oh the my forehead God. lines. I'm just the like eye lines. Like what did you say? Elasticity. That's what I'm missing in my face. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh man, I've been putting so much jergens on my face. <laughs> Sorry. It's called the skin firming cream. <laughs> I used that this weekend when we 
commitment to lovers and friends. Oh, my God. Oh, by the way, I am actually in Europe right now when this episode yes. is being um, played in your car or your TV or wherever you listen to us. So, yeah, bear with us. We just went to lovers and friends this weekend in Vegas. It was a time. A time to be alive. <laughs> just kidding. Literally. I'm trying to bring the back them ring back tones, though. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. Mine was kiss kiss when I first got a ring back tone with Verizon. Okay. Y'all don't hate me. Mine was. <laughs> I'm scared. I don't know. I don't remember. Give me the green <laughs> Oh, my God. I totally remember I'm that, ready actually. To go right now. <laughs> my Also, my ringtone at the time was Boys Like Girls, The Great Escape. And then it was Kiss Kiss by Chris Brown, T-Pain for that ring back tone. I'm dead. My, um, what's it called? My, when people would call me, mine was, <laughs> I'm not the bartender. <laughs> you looking for me. So bad. <laughs> Anyways. It was a good time, though. We had all our, like, favorite artists were there. Throwbacks. Um, <laughs> shit from when we were, oh my God. Shit from when we were younger. And then also just, like, newer artists that are R&B was, like, it was time. It was nice. It was cool. It was cold at night. But Drea, hey, Drea slid into Bobby V's uh, DMs. <laughs> you want to tell them what happened? <laughs> okay, he's... <laughs> what? I only did it to be funny. Okay. Explain the situation. Let's put it out there. So we're watching him or whatever. And of course he says that he was trying to get fucked. <laughs> R&B artists <laughs> and i just started dying i'm like i can't stand like why and then because i'm a jokester okay <laughs> i said you told me to slide into your dms so i'm here <laughs> the man liked it he did we started freaking I out i started laughing well, she like, laughed i, I freaked laughed. out i was like no fucking way i laughed i was like lmfao this is hilarious and i just nothing i wish she would have like replied with a laughing face and emoji nothing i nothing came out of it because nobody was trying to do nothing thank god so <laughs> it's okay but, i wish it was chris brown but i'm <laughs> just kidding <laughs> if it was chris brown i'd be like yo excuse me sir Excuse me, miss. I saw you, you on the fucking the stage. <laughs> and I gotta admit that uh, you got my attention. <laughs> and you're making me want to say, yo. I love You just reminded me of the Chris Brown song, Attention. Is that with Fat Joe? <laughs> it's another round. No, there's another one. Attention. Probably. I don't remember. Sorry. That man has so many songs. Like he said, I don't on know the if concert, it's Fat Joe. I might be wrong. On the con- on. In the concert, he was like, y'all know I have... Hey! A lot of fucking songs, right? Oh, yeah. Fat Joe. Here we go. <laughs> you hear it? <laughs> she hates me. I had to be a little extra for that one. Sorry. <laughs> Me for attention, for attention. I was trying to fast forward to that part, but then I realized we got the music on too loud, and the people were probably like, "What the fuck is this?" So I turned that shit off real quick. But it's it's called attention. If you would like to listen to the song later, on your own time. Look at us marketing other people's songs, <laughs> Chris. If you ever listen to this, I'm gonna need you to pay me. <laughs> well, um. I don't really have any updates because I don't know what I'll be doing at this time. <laughs> I'm in one of the countries, but um, 
Um, I had a great time at the festival. I will say it's my last festival, guys. I'm getting too old. These knees were hurting so bad. I it almost was died. Bad. I almost I needed the things I would have did for a Percocet at that time <laughs> or a Vicodin. Let's be real. I was in so much pain. I just shut up the whole concert because I didn't want to complain and like ruin Drea's night. But she saw it in my face. And I tried not to look at her face. <laughs> I literally would stand in front of her or behind her so I wouldn't have to see her my face. My feet hurt. My knees hurt. My calves hurt. My lower back hurt. My middle of my back hurt. Dude, I thought I was going to fucking die. And what's crazy. Ooh. What's crazy is that I was off of literally five hours of sleep for like 20 over 24 hours because like i literally didn't sleep for like 24 hours and then i went to sleep for five i was exhausted though trust me i had to get a pizza though (laughs) at the end of the night well i was passed out in the room it literally (laughs) took an hour for me to get this pizza the pizza was not good i paid nine dollars for this fucking (laughs) slice slice. it was a it was like a box it was like this big of pizza and i was really hungry so i bought two so technically that's 18 (laughs) dollars And I ate both of them, and then I went to bed. Did you hear me snoring? No, but my nose bled. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. She showed me when we woke up, and I was like, that looks like a period. (laughs) It was bad. It was a lot, dude. It was was concerning, to be honest. All of that for a fucking concert. But you know what? It was worth it, I would say, kind of. So, yeah. I thought I think it was. I'm not for my pain, (laughs) specifically. (laughs) Not for the money. The money was worth it. The no sleep was worth it. It was the pain that I'm like. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> my, I'm not going to lie. So at work, I have to do this a lot. My arms hurt so bad from holding the camera. Because you were like this. <laughs> like this the whole time. <laughs> for like 12 hours. I was like that. Yeah. Yeah. What a time. I will say my outfit was cute as fuck. It was. I the f- little hearts. I feel like it was the best one out there. Mm-hmm. But that's just me. I liked my hairdo. I nope. feel like my hairdo was the best out there. She did. It, it. was cute. She did my hair. <laughs> it was the. It. W- I will say, I saw like a lot of people's like hair. They did butterfly clothes, but they didn't. They do it. did, did. But yours, because of me, that yes. shit was snatched. <laughs> it was, and you did my edges, which I don't even have that many baby hairs. Yeah. But if we're gonna go into updates, I'm traumatized. Oh yeah. Because somebody, okay, so it literally happened right before this episode. I'm tired. What are you talking about? I'm tired of shit, right? And so I brought my laundry over. We had a lot of shit to do today. I Mm -hmm. had shit. I had to do laundry, and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do, like, two birds, one stone. I'm going to go and do laundry here. Put my shit in the laundry. I'm tired as fuck. I need to take a nap. I haven't <laughs> slept. Well, I get in her bed. She's out, like, in the kitchen. I get in her bed. And... <laughs> she screams. <laughs> I feel something in the bed. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like, it's in the way. It's in my spot, first of all. What where spot, I, bitch? It's I, my bed. I understand, but I do have a spot where I sleep in the bed. You do know that. I We never, I never sleep in your spot. Like, I sleep in mine. By the wall, okay? I'm like, what the fuck is this? And I'm touching it like this. Not knowing what the fuck it is. I can't. Bitch, if y'all heard me scream, y'all would have thought somebody killed was Literally, coming in the I'm window. Literally, I'm on the computer and I look back and my mom goes, did she start or something? And I'm like, no, Let's she's not on her period. period. She already had her period. I come out and I'm like, 
Oh my god! I had to burn my hand off! <laughs> my fucking hand! Can you guess, guys, what it was? <laughs> it was this bitch's vibrator! <laughs> and I was touching the tip of it where it goes! Oh my god! <laughs> We're closer than we've ever been before. <laughs> and then this bitch has the audacity to say, don't worry, I didn't use it last night. <laughs> like, it makes it that much better. Great. So First now of it's all, the dried. juices were very dry. They weren't fresh. Okay, I used it like... When did we go to Vegas? It's still gross we, Friday. I used it Thursday night. That's it's still nasty. That's still nasty. <laughs> I left it there because when I'm tired, I just like... My night... Girl, ever since I moved back, you know my nightstand isn't next to my fucking That's bed true. anymore, so I have to just put it under the pillow or I leave it there and I forgot to put it under the pillow cuz I'm telling you that shit when you're tired when you can't sleep but you're feeling tired, just masturbate and you'll fall asleep. I promise you guys I do it every time. Sometimes I'm not even a horny dude, I just need to sleep. It makes me sleep. I don't know how to explain it. It's like when you get fucked and then afterwards you just pass the fuck out. It's literally what it feels like. I will say I have yet to masturbate, y'all. Just an update for anybody. I told her by the end of the year, so we're literally almost halfway through the year. It's really sad. Yep, hasn't happened yet. Probably won't. Whatever. Anyways, any other updates? No, that was it. It was literally the most traumatic one. Like, I just never want that to ever fucking happen again. Oh, my uh, God. I told her, I was like, why the fuck are you going in my covers? <laughs> Bitch, it's like we, I'm cold. <laughs> we already knew I was going to go to sleep. Yeah, but there, I just didn't think. I don't know. I'm sorry. It was hilarious. I honestly think she just forgot it was even there. I did because I didn't use it last night. Trust me. I was too exhausted from the fucking <laughs> car drive back. And it was fucking hilarious. Though. <laughs> At least so. it was you and not like fucking like Eric or something. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, speaking of that. So I, I literally I masturbated. No, I masturbated. a different story. You don't know this one yet. <laughs> I masturbated last week in the middle of the day, like when nobody was home and like I like, sometimes I'll go to the bathroom to, like, I clean it. Like, I wash it with yeah. soap and shit and water and put it back away. So, it was, like, the middle of the day. And um, I went um, I went to go clean it or whatever. And somebody called me on FaceTime on the phone. So, when I answered the FaceTime call, like, I left. Like, I thought I left it on the counter in the sink. Well, I had to go pick up Eric at school. Nobody else was home. So, I go pick up Eric and his friends, go back to my room. And I'm FaceTiming the person still. And I'm like... Oh, my God, because I heard, like, the boys, like, in the hallway. And I was like, oh, my God. And he's like, what? And I was like, dude, I think I left my vibrator in the bathroom. I can't find it anywhere. I started looking everywhere for it. Ran to the bathroom. The shit wasn't there. But my the idea of my brother and his friends or his friend walking into the bathroom and seeing a sex toy on the sink of my parents' fucking house, traumatizing. My poor brother would be so embarrassed. Not that embarrassed. That motherfucker went through that shit when he needed weed. You remember that? Oh, when they stole my condoms, him and my little cousins? Mm -hmm. Yeah. They saw all that nastiness in there. The lube, the handcuffs, everything. Yeah. Well, anyways. So your brother's seen it. But yeah. Okay, guys. Well, we're going to go into our first topic today. So this is a little bit more of a deep, serious topic, but I think it's very useful because I think there's a lot of people out there who tend to want to change for people. That's kind of the topic is changing for a significant other or someone you're dating. Um, and I kind of just want to go over different, we can go over like different back and forth of like, yeah. what are you willing to change now in your life? And what have you changed in the past that maybe you're like, I regret that. Like I should have never tried to change that. And I think it's only important that you change these things, but never these things. So I want to start with, 
what let's start with the past we always like to do old me right yeah. um what are some things in the past that you've changed about yourself whether it was aesthetically or even internally for a significant other <laughs> everything <laughs> um i feel like i've changed a lot as far as like I've had a man tell me that I didn't cook enough, so I changed that. I've had somebody tell me that, you know, like, I need to look a certain way, so I changed that. I changed a lot, and it's it's, honestly, I feel like it's really overwhelming to try to think back and how many times I have. And I did that more out of, I thought I was doing it out of love for the person, but, like, when I think about it, like... I was also doing it a lot out of insecurity because it's like if you're addressing all these things to me, especially like look wise, I feel like that hits home for me more. Okay. Um, It's kind of just like, okay, well, then why are you with me if you want me to change all these things like in how I look, you know? Yeah. Um, and it doesn't really make a person feel good. Also, how it was delivered wasn't mm. really the greatest. Yeah. And I'm just like, well, you're kind of fucked up. This is how I look, bitch. Like, you obviously liked something about me before, so I'm confused as to, like, yeah. Like, they're switching up now all of a sudden. Yeah. Like, I remember I was with the guy, and I've always had dark hair. And it's, like, stupid shit, but it's just annoying. Always had dark hair, and he wanted me to dye it blonde. And I was just like, "Mm, no. And he was just like, well, I like blondes. I want you to dye it blonde. And, like, all this shit. And I didn't. That was actually the one time I didn't dye blonde because I had already dyed my hair blonde. And I did not. I liked the blonde, but it's a lot of work to keep up. Yeah. Um... And that just became, like, a thing. Like, any little time he could say, he's like, ugh, if you were blonde, if your hair was, like, blonde, you would look so much better. Ew, that would make me so self-conscious. You would look so much better if your hair was blonde. And I'm just like, would I, though? Because I'm dark. Exactly. I was was dark at the time. And I was just like. (laughs) She said I was dark at the time. We were both very dark back then. Like, interesting. Mm. What about, like, uh, maybe habits or routines or, like. Oh, you stopped um, doing things because they told you to stop. I like got, you try to change. I got told that like I was too quiet or I wouldn't quote unquote communicate enough. But realistically, it wasn't me not communicating enough. It was me giving you the floor so I can listen. And I feel like people don't really understand that because they want an argument out of you. And when you don't give a person that argument or you don't give it like them, quote unquote, that power, they they get pissed. And that was something that I always got told, like, you're not reacting. I need you to do this. You're not showing me that you care. This and this and that and all this other stuff. And it's just like that's something that I won't change about myself. I have worked so hard to be very calm in an argument and to actually talk to a person yeah. that, like, I won't give you a reaction. And if I give you a reaction, it's literally because I'm at my fucking wit's end and I'm just over it. So, like, I've been told that. I've been told, you know, that I don't listen or that I zone out. (sighs) But these are things that you change then eventually? Oh, I work on it for the person, yeah. but But at the end of the day, like, I think about it. 
And I'm like, yeah, I could probably work on it a little bit, but to the extent that this person is saying it, because realistically, it was only like I've only had this happen from one person. Um, To the extent that this is happening, I'm just like, maybe it's not just me. Maybe it's how it's being delivered, because I do believe like everything has a cause and effect. Okay. So like if I'm acting a certain way, it's most likely because you're also doing something that makes me feel like I have to act in that way and vice versa, because I don't just think it's just on one person all the time ever. Got it. Um, What about you? I'm trying to think of things I've changed. I just starting with my first relationship. I think that's the only relationship that I've really changed. Mm -hmm. I know it sounds kind of, we, okay, I don't want it to sound negative where it's like I don't change for people because I am a little stubborn and I've been asked to do things that I refuse to do. But in the beginning, when I first had a boyfriend um, and I was very insecure during that time because that was also like when I was very young, um, things that I did or listened to him about mm-hmm. were like I was told not to wear certain things like too tight, too yep. revealing, too short oh, you wear too much makeup, like, I like natural. Which, mind you, at the time, I was, like, 16, 17, 18. So, like, yeah, like, you know, a lot of men say they like natural. But at that time, you're, like, a teenager. You're trying to find yourself. Girls are wearing eyeliner, like, mascara, blush, fucking... I think eyeshadow was in back then. I know at least it was in, like, sophomore year. Um, But for someone to tell you that, like, I listened and I did try to change those things about myself, I also changed, like... I feel like in that relationship, I shut down. Um, I was told that I was too friendly. Yeah, I've um, had that. I've had that for sure. That I flirt too much um, and that everything I do, like laughing, being very outspoken, outgoing, and just like, I mean, essentially like the life of the party, like everyone was always talking to me like when we'd be in group settings. Yeah. This person did not like that about me and like told me like I should be more quiet. It's actually the opposite of what you were told. This is also when I was younger. Um, and I think that to a certain extent, like, I hate to say it, but I feel like I did attempt to change that about myself at that time. Um, he, one thing I will say that person never really commented on my body. Um, I was very insecure about being too fat at the time, even though I wasn't. And I will say that there was a moment in that relationship where I actually had gotten tonsillitis and I was like, it was actually happened to be like during spring break. So I was already out of school. Thank God. I didn't miss any class, but I couldn't even swallow water. It was so bad. Like, I had to take, like, medication. Basically, I lost almost 10 pounds. I lost more weight from that than taking my wisdom teeth out. I don't know how, but I did. And I remember, like, he came to see me, and, like, my mom let him in, and, like, I was looking like shit. Like, I was, like, pale like a ghost. Like, Boom. he looked at me, and he literally, the first thing that came out of his mouth, instead of saying, like, how are you feeling, baby? Or, like, oh, I missed you. Like, because he hadn't seen me because I was sick. He literally said, what's wrong with you? You look so sick. You're so skinny. And I was just like, and I remember thinking like for a split second, it made me happy because like I wanted to be skinnier. It was like the validation that I wanted. But then I realized that when it set in that like he was making a comment about my appearance and that kind of did make me feel some type of way because then it's like, okay, like I'm too skinny when I'm always feeling too fat. Like I just didn't feel like I was good enough. And I think that was like a big thing. Um, I changed a lot. I stopped hanging around my friends. Um, I wouldn't go out and do things with people. He didn't even want me to go to football games. There was a lot of things he tried to change about me in the controlling way. But later in life, I don't really feel like I changed for anyone. Um, 
naturally when I'm in love with somebody and it's only been a couple times, I tend to naturally not want to go out as much or like I'll forget like I don't post. I'm not going to lie. And I think a lot of girls can attest to this. I don't post as much about myself like selfies or pictures like when I'm feeling myself that you just forget because you're just focused on the person. I've never Mm -hmm. done that because, oh, I'm in a relationship. I should calm it down. Never been conscious. It's always subconscious because I'm already like in love and I'm just not caring about what the people think. Don't care about social media or any of that. Um, But yeah, I, I don't think I've ever really changed more than I think the most I've ever changed for someone was in that first relationship. I can't really think of anything unless you could call me out on something that you feel like I changed. Um, I I can talk about, we can talk about later, but for the good. I feel like Moni, she literally sticks her ground. Like I said, it can be a bad thing and a good thing. We'll go into that next. (laughs) Yeah. And we can go into that because I feel like I'm too compromising and I like am very, um, okay. Yeah. Like. Yeah, like, stupid. <laughs> I'm not like that anymore, but I definitely was in my past relationships, and I feel like that kind of just made it easy for them to kind of walk over, like, all over me. Yeah. Um, where now, like, I do have boundaries for myself, which is cool. Um, especially if you listen, like, the first couple episodes, I said that it's something I'm working on. Sorry if you guys can't hear me. I'm trying to project my voice. We're tired. My voice is gone. And she's tired. My poor baby. And I'm tired, but my my voice is gone. Vegas literally yesterday, not even like barely 24 hours ago. Yeah. (laughs) Four hours of sleep. And then I slept like, what, two hours here? Yeah. So. But um, other than that, as far as like appearance wise, I could definitely relate to you about that because I always get told, oh, if you were thicker, you'd be so much like. Like, you'd look better. And I'm just like, well, fuck you, bitch. Like, yes, we all know that if I was a little thicker, it'd look nice. But it's it's just stupid. I just feel like a lot of men will make little comments about appearance and they don't realize how much, like, it affects women. And I think it goes both ways, right? Yeah. But I think at the end of the day, we can all agree, and I think men can even agree on this, that women take appearance to heart a little bit more. Yeah. Even a lot more, I might argue, to be honest. And I think that just watching what they say... um, Actually, I think I kind of want to go into that if you don't mind really quick. Because realistically, when they say that, what I want to say is you'd look so much better if that hairline didn't recede. But you don't hear me saying shit like that. Or if you had a six pack or fucking, I don't know, thicker legs. Your fucking legs look like chicken legs, but your arms are huge. Like, what the fuck? Or if your dick was like two inches bigger. Or thicker. What the fuck? Like I can go on and on and on and on and on. But I'm not going to do that to a person. No. (laughs) So this one's a little bit difficult to talk about, but I just want to, I think it's important. How many times has a man told you something about your appearance and that shit stuck with you? Like the youngest that you can remember some, some things that they've told you that I feel like men might think, Oh, it was a joke or I didn't mean it like that, but it actually like fucking affected you. Well, I did get told when I was younger, mm-hmm. and I think you can attest to this, <laughs> that I would be cuter if I was of, like, lighter complexion. Do you remember where you, like, when you... No, I got told that a lot, so no. I only got told that once, actually. I got told that by maybe, like, three times, and two of them were females. Oh, shit. That's even... I was... I even got told that if I shaved my hair, I would be, like, lighter. 
Oh, like off your skin? Yeah, like off my arms. Okay, I lied. I've had it twice. But mine were not as an adult. Mine were in elementary school. So one of them... Yeah, mine were in school. Okay. Yeah. I remember one time this, um, for that one, the complexion thing. So when it was the Boys and Girls Club, it was summer camp. Um, we used to do like field trips mm-hmm. and we went to the beach. And I remember it was in Encinitas at Moonlight Beach. I remember specifically and I was eight years old. This is how, this is how much shit sticks with you. I remember I was sitting, um, we were having like a picnic our lunchtime from the water or whatever, and we were sitting with me and one of my good friends I still know to this day, and then another one of, a guy friend who was actually one of my best friend's exes, Um, but at the time, like, it wasn't like that because we were younger, Yeah. and I remember he looked at me, and I don't know what we were talking about, but he was an um, asshole, he was an asshole back then, he probably still is, to be honest, I don't talk to him anymore, Um, and I remember he told me, he's like, you know... Moni, you'd be cuter if you were, like, lighter skin. I will never forget that because, first of all, a boy had never told me they liked me yet. To that At that point, it wasn't until seventh grade. Or, no, sixth grade is when a, the first guy ever told me he liked me. And that's why I was always insecure. And, yeah, he told me that. And so from that moment on up until probably, mm, I want to say 17 or 18 years old. Maybe 16, actually, because I think I stopped caring junior year. I never went to the sun. I my friends would make fun of me like my wear a hoodie when you go to the beach yeah all my friends were white so they loved to tan at the pool during summer like high school middle school and I remember I always had a towel over me and they would make fun of me like like what the hell Moni like let's get like tan and I'd be like dude you don't even know like I'm already darker than you like I'm not trying to get darker and I was like ashamed it was it's sad to be honest with you yeah that shit stuck with me until my ex the toxic one actually told me he liked me tan I think that's the only reason I started getting dark again, to be honest with you, which is once again, a man's validation of what, wanting you to look a certain way. And I will say that me too. Like I had um, my ex tell me or one of my exes tell me that he liked me darker and I never had a guy like say that. So then you were like, let me get tan. Yeah, <laughs> I, it actually was nice. I was kind of like, cool. Like I don't, I don't care. Gotta care about that stuff. Yeah. But I mean, now I like it. Now I want to get dark. Like, I'm sorry. Like, high school shade of Drea is coming out. And I'm excited for it. Yeah. People never believe me how, like, we were dark. Like, I'm like, we I have start photos. posting some pictures. Oh, no, we don't. <laughs> Those photos are hideous. I was so ugly. Dude, one time this guy, and he lived in my neighborhood. I don't remember. He, I'm not going to say his name, but I don't know if you remember his name. He used to help me look for my cats. We went to, like, we when I first moved to Poway. This motherfucker in the third grade, this is an, actually, this is, no, fourth grade. It was fourth grade, because I remember we were walking to the fucking teacher that was across. This motherfucker, we're walking from the library, he grabs my fucking arm, scratches me, because you know how boys were, like, mean like that? He goes, look, now you can be white like all of us. Oh, my God. The shit I've gone through. And I'll never forget this. The teacher overheard because we were walking like, you know, the whole kids are walking back, but she was behind me and she goes, yeah. Monica, like, come here. I'm like, I was like, what? are you OK? I was like, yeah, I'm fine. I was like, it's kind of hurting. And <laughs> my dramatic ass, it wasn't even bleeding, but it was like a pretty good scratch. He goes, she goes, I'll handle this. And she took him to the principal's office. And then afterwards, he tried to tell me he had a crush on me. And I don't know if he said that just because he didn't want to get in trouble. But I was like, bitch, I'm dead. the shit that we've gone through, dude. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. What else? a lot of people have said a lot of things to me so i kind of have kind of like moved past them so i don't like to harbor them yeah because i've done a lot of growth 
recently and so i kind of just Don't put that like... behind me so it's yeah kind of i'm not gonna lie it's kind of hard to bring up all these things sorry i could just um, <laughs> It's because at this point in time, like, yeah. I just don't give a fuck anymore about the past like that. Like, yeah. it triggered and traumatized me so much that, like, I just don't feel like I need to or should go back to that. Yeah. And it's hard for me to because I literally, like, maybe it's unhealthy, but I blocked all that shit out. I think for me, now that I have like can laugh about it, that's the only reason why I don't mind talking about it. Because I don't think I talked about this shit in high school mm. with my best friends. Yeah. Like, you know how like, we, I have like the bumps or whatever on my arms? It's like a, in the eczema family. I already forgot mm. what the fuck it's called. That was another thing. In middle school, one of my ex-boyfriends or my only ex-boyfriend <laughs> would always tell me like, you're, I don't, why do you have bumps on your like arms? Like it's not smooth. And then I would just be like. Oh yeah, I had a guy. I, I will myself. I will say so. Like my skin is super sensitive, and I get razor burn, no matter how many times I exfoliate or anything. Like I, I get, and I'll have like a couple like bumps on my thigh, and it's only typically on my thigh. They'll go away in like a couple days, but yeah. it's fucking annoying. I had a guy tell me, "Oh no, <laughs> you don't exfoliate enough." First of all, I don't even know a man knows that word. <laughs> I'm telling you, yeah, I'd be with, like, pretty, pretty boy shit. It's, yeah, anyways. And I was just like, I actually do. My skin is just super sensitive. I break out over every little thing. Like, any little, I just had to change my fucking detergent to baby detergent, the draft. Do you know how expensive <laughs> draft detergent is? I do not. It's fucking a lot. I got a little bottle for, like, $15. Damn. It only does like 32 loads, <laughs> but I have really sensitive skin. So anything I do, anything I use on my skin, I literally have to be careful. And it's always a trial and error. And no matter how much I exfoliate or how much like products I use, oils I use, moisturizer, anything like that, I will still always get like, even if it's like two or three, like little razor burn, I'll still fucking get it. So, sorry, sorry about it. It is what it is. If you don't like it, get lost. Yeah, that's literally how I'm starting to like, feel nowadays. I just don't. Someone also said, uh, one of my exes sent me up my nose, too. And you know how self-conscious I am about my nose? Oh. That my nose was too big. My buck teeth before I had braces. Um, What else, dude? Girl. Oh, I used to get made fun of my lips when I was younger. Oh. That my lips were too big, or why are my d lips so big? Because I'm not black. Are these guys or girls? Both. But do you feel like, because I'm, I'm talking about guys, like, do you feel like the guys once affected you worse, or do you think it's the same for you? Because I don't I think really it's girls the same. say things I think me. it's the same. It's the same? Yeah, because I don't like females. <laughs> I mean, I don't either, but I think, I mean, I haven't really had told anything negative about women, from women, to be honest, but if I had to think, I feel like for me, a men would have affected me. But I feel me. like a lot of it was also because... It was out of jealousy. Mm. And maybe that sounds really conceited, but hear me out. <laughs> I hung one. out I hung out with a lot of, like, I was cool with, like, dudes my whole life. It's just always been like that. Yeah. I've always been in that, like, homie circle. I've always been the girl that's been, like, super chill, super cool, like, laid yeah. back, nonchalant. Like, you can tell her anything. And, like, I'm not going to judge you for it. Like, I just laugh and go, oh, my God, and get embarrassed and leave. Like... <laughs> And that's another thing, too. Like, I don't go out and talk. Yeah. Like, I don't be like, oh, my God, did you hear that? So-and-so said that. Like, that was never really me. Um, 
And I think females hated that because if they had a crush on a guy and I was like friends with them, they'd they'd hate that. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And that just transpired into everyday living. <laughs> yeah, I think uh the things that people say about your parents can really affect you and I think I'm kind of glad we went on this because that's kind of what I was getting as the fact that like our people in our life have told us to change things about yeah. us. And it's kind of just like that's something that I feel like for me and we'll go on to the next part. So the next part is like things that you would change for someone that you think it's healthy to change. So one mm-hmm. thing I will say, like, I don't want to ever have to, quote unquote, like lose weight for someone. But I will say that, like. If I put it in perspective, now that I'm older, more mature and like, do you think it's not, it's not just for them though. It's, it's for, for you yourself, too. but it's also at the end of the day, I know I'm still going to think about them because in a man, like my man, I want them to be attracted to me. Yeah. And at the end of the day, yes, it's going to be for myself. I'm trying to think like more down the road when I'm like already married and stuff. Like, cause I wouldn't change for somebody in a relationship when it comes to my parents. I'm sorry. This is like, if I'm working on myself, that's for me, not for you. But like, imagine like you, like I'm only thinking from people in my life right now, like their experiences mm-hmm. and like you're a certain way and then like maybe we have babies and like you're you let yourself go like I don't want to have to like change necessarily for my man but I think at the end of the day I think making sure that you are the same person that your partner met I've heard a lot of like controversy on like on that like concept of like should you stay the way you looked when your man met you yes and I think I agree with that yeah and I feel like it goes for both people like I expect you to look the same. Yes, things will happen. Life happens. But I think at the end of the day, you got to just go back on track to where you were because people don't want to, they should be like, oh, they should love you the way you are. And it's like, yes, 100%. I agree with that. But there's also a certain extent where it's like, okay, like I met you and you look this way. And now, like, you don't. It's like five <laughs> times bigger. Like, that's different than like gaining like 20 pounds or 30 pounds. Like, and that might sound fucked up, but I think that's something that I would change for someone. And that's kind of what I'm getting at is that like, if I've gotten. <laughs> If I let myself go or I go down this road, like, later down in life, like, I would need to get back to that and I would need to change. And I think other things that we can go back and forth because I'm sure there's a lot of things, but just things off the top of my head that I feel like I think is healthy to change for someone is being a better listener. That's something that I personally want to work on um, and I would change that about me is not being as stubborn and always wanting to be right. And I've already grown a lot from that, but I have still more to grow Um, especially because I've been with people who it's just we just don't have the same views on things and they just don't understand. Um, So I think being a better listener, being more empathetic about other people's feelings. I think that's a good quality that you should that you could change for someone. Yeah, it's for yourself at the end of the day. But if some if my partner's like, I feel like you're not empathetic enough or I feel like you're not sensitive enough to my feelings. I think that's something a partner should be allowed to ask you to change. What do you think? think At the end of the day. People are going to be like, oh, you shouldn't, like you say, you shouldn't have to change if somebody loves you, this and that. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's correct. Okay. I think um, you go into a relationship to grow with somebody. And when you're growing with somebody, you're automatically going to, like, you better change. Or else there's not going to be any growth. Okay. And that relationship will will fail. I like that. 110% that relationship will fail if either of you do not want to grow and change together. And if your partner is telling you what they need in a relationship and vice versa, that to me is a beautiful thing. And that's open communication. And 
we talk about it on our podcast like at least i say it a lot communication is key to like a lot of things Mm -hmm. and i know it's really repetitive but it really is and i think um as long as things are delivered in a certain way respectfully respectfully and with love and and things like vulnerability that, too when I you're think oh my god those things are okay to ask from your partner now i also think it's realistic to for myself if i was getting asked for certain things to tell my partner whether or not i can do that for them yeah because if i can't then you need to speak up then i need to tell my partner and they have then they have to be okay with okay well you know what let's compromise on this then or let's do this because i really do think a relationship a lot of it is compromise but it cannot be from one person and you can't compromise too much because you can't compromise your character and the person that you yeah. really are d- down deep something that you said that i agree with is the whole growth thing i think people always say like oh that's why you need to find out who you are figure out who you are get your achievements but get you know be successful do all these things before you settle down i think that that's good but i don't think that's fully correct i think no. that you never stop growing even you when never. you are successful like that's why i don't like sometimes when i hear this a lot from men i know it's from both but i hear it a lot from men i'm not ready to settle down because i don't have my shit together i'm sorry but like you're never gonna fully have your shit together unless you have like specific things that you need like i want to buy a car Okay, that's a very specific goal. At the end of the day, you're going to grow with somebody. And if you guys are both willing to grow together, like you said, I think that's what makes a healthy relationship. Because two people are never going to be 100% the same. Mm. But I also think like I, there's certain things that I like I can't compromise on. And that's has to just do with my trauma of like being controlled and things like that. Because there's people who have asked me to like, I don't want you hanging out with anybody of the opposite sex ever again. Or like, oh. I don't want you but doing see, this. The, I don't want you doing that. But see, those to me aren't like realistic yeah like they have to you still have to have boundaries and things like that yes for somebody to completely say oh they have to love you for you and things like that like i don't agree with that i feel like yeah you can love the person but you can also expect something from that person because at the end of the day you're both helping each other to elevate and to grow Mm -hmm. and that's what a relationship should be like like I said, you and I think grow. you said the communication is key. I love that. And I think that's the part where it is. I think I think we say it because we know what we mean, but it's also very loosely said like, yeah. oh, just communicate. But that's really not what it's about. Like she said, delivery is important, but also receptive Compre- and comprehension. Yeah. And being receptive. You have to be a good listener. You can't just if you're not listening and someone could just keep communicating your relationship's never going to work. No, you both have to be able to listen to it. Yeah. Understand. I think the biggest thing and I, I think they always tell us this since we're younger, mm-hmm. but like I feel like people just don't do it is putting yourself in someone else's shoes, trying to really understand what they're saying, why they feel that way and why they think that way by placing yourself Mm. in their shoes after you've already, both of you guys at this point in your relationship already should know your traumas. If you've shared that, which is why it's so important. Like we've said to share traumas with your partner so they can understand why you're that way, because then maybe they can actually like be more patient with you when you're asking for something. Yeah. And then, um, going back to that, Mm -hmm. I feel like, I've done that for a long time. Like, and I think you can attest to that. I really am good about um, putting myself in other people's shoes. I'm very empathetic. I'm very Mm -hmm. um, gone through a lot of life experience where I'm able to kind of like understand people without even being in their experience because I understand the feeling of things. Okay. I think it's a good quality to have. However, 
it all comes down to the boundary because if somebody out there is like me as well, um, boundaries is a huge thing because you can be such this great person and like be able to understand somebody on a different level. But I've realized that people take advantage of people like that. And I've realized that people don't reciprocate that type of energy back. And it's a quality that a lot of people don't have. Like you said, more people need to know and like try to do that. But a lot of people don't have that quality. And I might get some hate for this, but like I think that's 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 shitty. Like I think that sucks. And I think a lot of that is because people are just selfish and people are just so focused on themselves. And like you said, like, I'm not ready to settle down. I'm not ready for this. Like, I need to get my shit together, my shit my shit together I need to do this for myself and like that's okay to be selfish to an extent with Mm -hmm. certain things but you also have to have a boundary within yourself about how selfish you are I agree with that I think that's a great point you just made because I think all of us are guilty of even just saying like when you've gone through something even when when you went through a lot I was like you need to be selfish you need to focus on yourself because you've been taken advantage of and I think as long as you don't get down that path Mm -hmm. to deep where you're just not caring about other people's feelings because never that's the it thing is like i've been in that point i've gone through that after that first relationship where i was like taking advantage of i changed for the person i i didn't have boundaries i think that's where i lost myself and i started to not care about other people yeah and like you know they say hurt people hurt people it wasn't that i was purposely trying to hurt people it was more of like i didn't care what they thought or what they felt because i already went through so much it didn't matter to me about other people yeah and i put myself first so that way i wouldn't get hurt Mm-hmm. Now I've grown a lot from that because that was a good period of my life. But I feel like now um, something that I think I've done better at that I feel like I've changed and it wasn't necessarily for my partner, but it's more just I guess it did happen in the rela- in my relationship. But I feel like it wasn't the only reason is because I also wanted to change was like really trying to take a step back from like having everything be my way and really trying to compromise of like, OK, like so you don't want me to hang out with my guy friends alone. Okay. But I still want to hang out with my guy friends in group settings or with you there, right? Ideally. Yeah. So compromising for me is I respect the boundary of not being alone with that person anymore. And I understand that makes you uncomfortable. I put myself in your shoes, even though part of me is like, I don't want to listen to you because I know nothing's going to happen because I've never done anything with this person. I'm not attracted to this person and they're just my friend. Yeah. But part of me was like, no, Monica, like stop being stubborn. Take a step back. Do you want him hanging out alone with girls? Yeah. No, I do not. I'm sorry. That's just me. This is like not we're not going into why. But my point is, is that I put myself in their shoes. I took a step back before I reacted. I tried to listen to why. And then I decided, can we compromise on this? Like, I feel like I've done a really good job of that. And in the past, I'd just be, like, fighting back and forth. Like, oh, yeah, And not sure. listening. Like, she has. Yeah, I've seen the growth for sure. So that's really good. Um, I feel like I've done that in every one of my relationships. Yeah. So now it's more of kind of just, like I said, setting that boundary of, like, how much of myself am I willing to fucking compromise for you? Um, I haven't, obviously. I'm single. So... <laughs> I haven't really found someone that I want to try to, like, make exceptions for or whatever. Yeah. Um, but when I do, 
It'll be a very healthy, healthy discussion. <laughs> what are things that you would never compromise to this day now? Maybe it could be things you did in the past that you don't want to, or it's just something that you've never compromised that you refuse to compromise. Or that you wouldn't change about yourself. I can rephrase that. Sorry. Oh, that's a good question. I don't think I've really, like, thought about it. Because I think it's just too overwhelming for me. Because uh, I've just, I just been through a lot. So, I just... Um, what is one thing you love about yourself <coughs> that you would never want to change for someone? Oh, that I can easily answer. I talk about it all the fucking time. Rephrase I said, it. <laughs> I said it like in almost yeah. every episode. Um, how much I give a fuck, I guess, for people. Okay. And how much of my love and my time and my effort is as genuine as it can be. If I'm into you, I'm into you. If I'm not, you'll know. Um, and I just. So you're not going to try to not not, care for somebody if they told you that you're too caring towards other people. Like, why are you always doing things for other people? Yeah, I'd be because that's who I am. Yeah. Like, I'm not, I will never change that about myself. That's something I've been very adamant about. That's, no, you should never. I I would hope you never. Like, I am very caring. I'm very loving. I, like, now that I'm older, I see that I have a light that people don't really have Mm -hmm. and i've said it before like i can't expect somebody to understand how i can be like that with people um because i've seen i've heard people be like oh that's so weird like you don't even know them like and you care this much it's like that's a human being like to me like yeah i should care like you know, I understand there's, like, certain things, like, maybe I shouldn't care too much about, and I get that, yeah. but at the end of the day, like, that's who I am, mm-hmm. um, and if I care about you, if I fuck with you, if I think you're super cool, like, this and that, we've had good conversation, whether it's platonic, whether it's, like, trying to, like, see if this can go somewhere, whatever the case may be, yeah. if I care about you, that's what it is, and just know that the love that I give is very genuine, and I think people are very scared of that word, love. People are so scared. You say love and they automatically think it's romantic. No. my And I know this for myself. Yeah. My type of love, I can meet you in one day. There's so much love in there. I know. You are like that. I'm not like that at all. <laughs> like, you are like, I that. meet somebody. You feel like a lot of like. And I'm. Yeah, but it can be like a friendship. I still will show you so much love that first encounter. Like, whether it's respect or any, like, there will be love in my respect. Like, I've had it where, okay, I can just say this, that's an example. And this can be kind of like a talking stage, I guess you can say. Um, I I had gone to this guy's house for the first time. And this is the thing. I am always like this. Yeah. Uh, And you know this. You've seen me do it. I've done people's fucking dishes for them. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I will purposely do extra shit just so you know like i'm respectful of your space i'm respectful of your home if i see that there are shoes on the side like of the door or whatever i'll take my shoes off without you even having to ask me i mean i feel like that 
should be common people sense. Don't do people that don't shit, do that People don't do it. Or like, I'm like <laughs> if I use a dish because I ate at your home, yeah. I'm going to wash the dishes. Yeah. If something happens, a spill or whatever, I see you frazzled or whatever the You're case may be, I'm going to clean it up. If I see that like there's something that grosses you out and you don't want to deal with it, I'm going to fucking do it. That not, to me is not just respect. That's me showing you like, like love. Like that's my form of love. Like, Mm-hmm. But people are scared of that word. And so I don't obviously say that, like, oh, I'm showing you love. Like, I don't say that. I'm just like, oh, I'm respecting your home. <laughs> That's also, like, goes back to, like, the love languages, though. If you have different yeah. ways of showing it. So I think that, I mean, that makes sense. I'm glad that you wouldn't compromise. It's funny that you say no. that because I had an ex tell me that he wanted me to be more of a bitch to people. <gasps> because I was too friendly. This is another person calling me too friendly. I did, too. I had somebody say that. That's I someone was, trying to change that you care for people. I said I had somebody say that I was too nice. Dim my fucking light. And I was too um, flirtatious. They take nice. Now, I will her. say. <laughs> hmm. Zodiac signs don't matter. But as a, as a Libra. <laughs> <laughs> she scratches her head. Um, yeah. I like attention, so yes, I uh, do, I have gone back to see, like, what it is that makes me so quote-unquote flirtatious, because yeah. I've honestly had every boyfriend tell me that I've I'm not too flirtatious. Damn, I didn't know that. And um, I just be like, I don't understand, because realistically, I'm not doing it with that intention, right? They're like, it's just the way you look at people or it's the way that you laugh or it's the way that, like, I'm too charming, I guess. And I've I've looked back and, yeah, <laughs> I can see where that can get a little misconstrued. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like, I'm not doing it with malicious intent. So I guess I've kind of been a little bit more aware and how, like, my body language is and things like that. I will say it's very exhausting because I do feel like I'm changing myself. Okay. Is there anything else that you would not change? Or is that, like, the main thing that comes to mind? No, that's the main thing. It's my character. I would never. I don't. I will not change my character. I may have separated myself from, like, people, my family, my friends. But at the end of the day, if they called me and they needed something from me. You would be there. I'd be there, and I would not change my character. So what about you? What would be a couple things that you, like, would not compromise about yourself? Mm, I think if somebody asked me. To stop being so passionate about things. I think I I say that because I don't want to say talkative. I'm very talkative. And for someone to like dim my light, which I've had that happen, to shut me down and not like be as talkative when I'm in group settings and like responding to a lot of people all the time. I think my, the way I think, there's a couple things about myself that I feel like I would brag about. And looks has never been one of them. It's the way that I think and my work ethic, my drive, is always the things that I feel like I, like, you know how you mentioned there's something that you feel like not that many people have? Like, I feel like that's something about me that a lot of people don't have because I've really only met one or two people in my life who have ever had that drive like me, mm-hmm. at least to the extent that I consider drive because obviously everybody has their own opinion on what that looks like. Um, and I feel like if someone ever told me that I'm just too passionate about things and I just need to chill out and like it's not that serious, that actually irritates the shit out of me because... I'm sorry, but people who are passionate are people who get places. And that's just what it is. If you're not passionate about what you do in your life, 
if you're not passionate about the things that you enjoy, the people in your life, the way you want to do things, like, for what are you living for? Like, in my opinion, like, you're just there to be a body. You're just there to, like, follow what everybody else does or agree to Wasting everybody else. Wasting air. <laughs> like, you said that Wasting before. air. Yeah, and so I'm just very passionate about the way I feel about things, the way I think about things. And if somebody told me that that was annoying or, like, that they didn't like that about me, I would never change that about me. I think that's one thing. Um, I think another thing is, to be honest with you, and I don't, like, know how to, like, say this. Just but say No, I'm trying to think of, like, how do I really don't know how to say it. It's not that I'm uh, scared to say it. I'm just, like. So, like. I. Hmm. Oh, there's a pause. Okay. Deep. I have a lot of opinions on things. Yes. I guess that's part of the passion, but I feel like it's a different thing. I am working on the delivery of the opinions, but I feel like, and I say this because I was told this recently and it really hurt my heart, like really bad. And I didn't really told anybody about this because I didn't want to like, I didn't want to talk about it, but I was told that I should just shut up and not always respond to things. And that, like, always giving my two cents in is, like, pretty much irrelevant and there's no point for it. And that I should just listen to be a man's peace. Um, I realized in that moment that that was something that I will never compromise. I feel like, I'm not even looking at the camera right now. I'm trying to think about how to word it. That's why I think in a relationship that two people are allowed to speak their opinions and if it's not a safe space and it's not a, a, even if the opinion is out of line, I would rather hear my partner tell me their opinion than hold it in or tell somebody else and like say how like, oh, like, yeah, like she does this or whatever. Like instead of being straight up with me about like, I feel this way or I think this way because of X, Y and Z. Mm. I'm a very opinionated person and I don't mind being with a partner who's opinionated or not opinionated. To be honest, when they're opinionated, it actually kind of like makes the conversation more like intriguing versus like somebody always agreeing to what I'm saying because I've had that as well I've had both spectrums someone who never agrees with me someone who always agrees with me I haven't really found and dated somebody in the middle where it's like sometimes we agree and sometimes we don't agree but if you're trying to tell me to like not give my opinion and just shut the fuck up like I will never be one of those women I will never be that wife that's always quiet that never talks when we go to parties I'm always just like quietly serving my man their plate and just just don't have a voice in the relationship I will never compromise that yeah I I can't like I just there's just no way and like aside from like family and things like that if someone tried to tell me not to hang out with their family I don't even consider that as changing because to me that's just ridiculous but if someone were to ask me I would never do that either but I think that's that those are the main things I feel like the people that have been in love with me they love that stuff about me yeah. And I've had that. And I know what that is. It, like, if you love the way I am, like having a strong personality, like, yes, there's things I need to tone down, delivery, things like that. And I, I'm well aware of that. But I think if someone's trying to change that completely away from me, like, I don't, and I, like, I don't want that. I like how you say that, like, they're not trying to change that passion of you. They're just trying to change it how you deliver it as far as, like, maybe sometimes it comes too harsh so they're just well, saying, no one's trying to change it. i'm saying i'm trying to change um, it. no one's asked me to no one has been i think 
mature enough to be able to, to have that conversation articulate or explain it properly that way but do you feel like you just feel it because of like how they respond or how they act to be fair i've only had one person that really like had a problem with it everybody else yeah. was just a yes ma'am person which is why i told you i feel like mm. i need that balance in the middle i think the people that have told me that are people more like close to me like you or like yeah. my mom or like that not romantic partners yeah. just other people in my life uh-huh. but romantically no one's really ever told me about that i've learned it on my own by reading like therapy things online or being like okay like Instead of saying, like, like I read something today that really hit home, and I was going to send it to you. I forgot to send it to you, but I know we talked about how, like, sometimes it's, like, don't want to read it. But it really hit home for me because it said, like, instead of always telling people, like, you made me feel this way. You were late, and that hurt my feelings. Like, you should have done this. You should have did that. Or you you're really to reflect it back to yourself. Yes. People automatically, even if it's true and you're still expressing your emotions of how they made you feel or what they did that's, it's still defensive right away because you're saying you that's why this. in therapy sessions they always say say i feel and that's what it said i feel i felt hurt that you didn't come on time because yeah. i had other things i could have done but i chose i chose not to do them because i was waiting instead of trying to use the word you yeah or like i felt hurt when you used that tone even though you didn't mean to it made me feel like you were upset with me. Yeah. It made me feel, not you made yep. me feel. Like, so, and, but those are like I already, little I've, word manipulations. I've been fucking doing those things. And that's for the so thing long. is like, I'm working on that because <laughs> yeah. a lot of the things I say aren't, it's not that my feelings aren't valid. It's just the way I say it. Some people can't take that feedback because at the end of the day, that's what it is, is feedback. Like, even if it's right, there's no right or wrong. You made somebody feel this way, whether you think it's right or not or wrong. And I think for me, that's so important. Some people can't differentiate the fact that it's like, okay, like, let's say I made you feel some type okay. of way. I feel like I'm pretty, like, not good, good, but I'm I'm better than a lot of people where I can be like, okay, you know what? You're right. I can see how this made you, you feel this way. And you know what? I apologize for that. That was not my intention. Whatever, whoop-de-whoop, the things that I say. Yeah. I've, people are not mature enough to hear that from people in that context. And respond accordingly. And respond accordingly. But that comes, I feel like that comes a lot with like life experience and dealing with different types of people i feel like you're one of the only people that has been able i've had those conversations has been able to like make me feel like you're not upset gonna get defensive or upset with the fact that i feel a certain way and i've had these conversations with other people where i told them i was like i feel like i can't tell you how i feel because if i do you always think it's me trying to make you be the bad guy when it's not that i'm even if my ex why i feel that way is stupid to you because i was told that many times why do you feel like that you're crazy? That's stupid. That's fucking ridiculous I've that you think that, that way too. or you feel that way. Or I've had it make it make sense. That make doesn't it make sense. sense. That doesn't make sense. Why do you feel that My way? My feelings don't need to make sense to you, but I'm letting you know that this is how it's it an- made me feel. Yes. And why can't you just accept it and just be like, you know what? Let me take a step back. Yes. Let me at least just validate your feelings. And even I would rather have somebody say, you know what? I don't understand your feelings. However... The fact that you felt like that, I do apologize. Or the fact that you, I made you feel that way, that wasn't my intention. Or what could I do better to make... Okay, so for example, something that was an issue and like recently was like me not feeling secure in the relationship mm-hmm. of not like 
of me reacting something about something about social media that was stupid, right? For mm-hmm. I'm not going to go into what it was. But my point is, is that the person was like, that's so stupid that you care about that. Like, why do you fucking care? And it's like, I like just opened up multiple times, like very vulnerable, very like pathetic. I felt opening up to this person about why the things that I've gone through with previous partners and like why I feel certain ways on certain things and whether they're stupid or not. Like the fact that you said my feelings didn't matter, like you just made me feel like I literally just told I gave you the book. To why I'm feeling this way. All you and could you say just is. just confirmed that you did not listen. Yeah. You, like, babe, I, it's hard for me to understand why that means so much to you. What could I do better in this relationship so that way you don't feel that way? I've never had a man tell me that. I would love to tell a man that. Why do you feel insecure? Is there a, something that I'm doing wrong? Am I not validating you enough? I'm not giving you enough attention. Am I not. Maybe some men want to be called attractive and I don't do that because I'm not used to doing that when it's always about us, us, us with our feelings. Men always say we don't care about them. Okay, well, I do care. I do. What can I do better? Am I doing something not enough? Are you too embarrassed to ask for it? Just because you're too embarrassed to ask for it doesn't mean that I can't try to pick and find out what you need from me because I'm willing to do that if I'm your partner. So like for me, now that you like say that, I feel like a lot of men don't like to be vulnerable and Mm -hmm. that is very vulnerable for them and i'll just say this like flat out i know the men that i go for particularly do not like to be vulnerable and i understand that but i will say yeah because i've gotten it um and this is like last year i don't remember it might have actually been a couple years ago yeah um I had one of those guys kind of open up about certain things mm-hmm. and he felt, he told me, he's like, I feel so stupid even saying these things to you. And I was just like, why? And he's like, I don't know. And the fact that you're not judging me is making me feel even more like uncomfortable. And I was just like, isn't that what you want though? <laughs> yeah. And he flat out told me, he's like, that is what I want, but usually people judge or people have a two cents to say and you're not saying anything you're literally just listening and that it goes down to just like everybody's human everybody just wants somebody like in their corner i'm sorry i know a lot of people that say oh i don't need nobody i don't i don't need anybody in my corner i can do everything by my damn self that's a lie like we all i can do this this and this okay well i'm gonna tell you right now baby like everybody should at least have somebody even and if it's not a romantic, even if it's not romantic, someone should always be in your corner. And, we're humans. We're meant to be social. And I'll say this, and this is why I am the way I am because I know what it's like not to, or to feel like you don't have somebody. Yeah. So like, even if like, let's say I'm talking to a dude and it doesn't work out, but like we have a connection, it's super cool. I will still be that person for that person. Like I know that sounds super weird, but. I will still, like, check up on them or, like, make sure they're okay, make sure they're good. For some people, that's weird. Maybe some people, it's annoying. I don't know. But that all goes down and boils down to that's my character. I'm not going to change that for nobody. And I'm, like, unapologetically myself. Like, that's who I am. Okay, guys, we're going to get into this advice segment. Out with the old. In with the new. (laughs) I'm used to it now, so. Out with the old, in with the new. Let's get this little thing going here. We are fucking tired from fucking Vegas. (laughs) Okay, it's from a dude. 
I matched with this girl on Tinder. <laughs> Tinder. Why Tinder? Sorry. Hinge is better, guys. I'm not advertising for them. I matched with this girl on Tinder and I want to take her out on a date, but I don't know where and how much money I should be spending on a first date. Hmm. I think like doing something cute, like a like something like a chain restaurant or, you know, don't do a movie because you can't talk. Um, Bad idea. Depends on like what your intention is too. I feel like a lot of people do things with no intention, but that's an intention in itself. So <laughs> deep. I know. Um, I do know like, I think it's cute to do like an arcade type of date. I think that's cute, laid back, no pressure. Mm-hmm. There's an activity. Make it an experience. I really like experiences. I think that's really cool. Yeah. Um, I think for me, like old me would have said plan out this cute little fancy date and take her to a nice restaurant, wine and diner and impress her. But at this point in my life, mm-hmm. knowing how shitty the fucking this generation is with dating, mm-mm. Yeah. don't waste your money until you find out what her intention is. And I don't know if you guys already talked about this. So especially because you haven't even met her and you might not even like the vibe. It could be off. I've talked to people where I was excited. And once I met them in person, it was just fucking weird. Um, So I would say kind of similar to Drea, I think um, like somewhere like kind of like a chain, like middle ground. I want to say Cheesecake Factory, but to some people that's fancy. And it's kind of more of like a middle ground restaurant where it's a little nicer, but it's not really that nice. Um, But I, I like the arcade idea. The only the arcade idea. Sorry. Uh, I think the only reason why I was thinking maybe against it is because I know when I used to go to Dave and Buster's, I went not on a date, but I hung out with somebody for the first time like over a year ago. And like we got drinks and stuff, but it was just really hard to talk because it's loud. If you're a quiet person or she's shy and is quiet, it might be a little bit difficult. But if not, like, no, I think that's a great idea or even a second date. Um, but somewhere where it's like you can hear them speak and you guys can actually get to know each other. Um, I think another thing is like, Something that you had told me one time about one of the dates you went on mm-hmm. was that like you guys got you went on a date and then you said that they, you guys went to like another place after. Like, I think that's yeah. like fucking cute. Mm-hmm. If you like her and like everything's going great, maybe you like say, hey, like you want to grab a drink after. And if she likes you, she should be down for it. I don't know like what day of the week you're going to do this. But if it's like if she doesn't have to go to bed like early, that kind of also could be your like way of finding out if she's into you after the first date. Because I know for me, like, if a guy was like, hey, like, let's go. Actually, I've had had this, like, two years ago. I went on a date with this guy. Conversation was a fucking amazing. It didn't go anywhere. But, like, we had a great first date. Talked for almost three hours, and we got dinner. It was late. I was thinking I'm going home. It's, like, a fucking Thursday. I had work the next day. But he was like, hey, like, there's a bar across the street. It's open till 3 in the morning on the during the week. Like, are you down to go get a drink? And I was like, most definitely. So we drove both of us. I had met him there, and we went to do that. I just kind of feel like it's a good way to say somebody's interested in you, and yeah. I think it's cute. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, that's what happened on that date. And except I didn't drive my car there. We actually left my car, and I went with him in his car. Oh, I like that. It's <laughs> even cuter, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I hope that helps. Um, you can always like let us know how it goes, or if you need more like details, like we need details, or too. we need the details if you want to like give us details, and we can like answer some more questions. So. But yeah, I think that's going to be it for this episode. Anything yeah. else? Um, I haven't really, like I said in other episodes, I'm like getting into dating. I'm kind of, you know, mm-hmm. dabbling my little toes in it. <laughs> um, still dabbling my toes. So I don't really have anything as far as like old me. So it's more me now. Okay. That's good to so know. I just wanted to clear that up. <laughs> 
Okay, guys. Well, I will uh, be in Europe and I won't be missing you guys. I'm just kidding. No, that's not she, mean. She but really wouldn't I'm going to be having a great time while you guys are listening to this. But we're going to close this episode out. <laughs> um, stay tuned for next week. <laughs> There'll be another pre-recorded episode. We love you guys. We will not want to live one day, one week without flings and things because of my issues and my little adventures. But anyways, you can follow us on TikTok and Instagram at Flings and Things Official with an N. I'm Moni at Moni.Montenegro. And I'm Drea at Drea.Monte. Yes. And you can follow us um, on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Rate us five stars. And more importantly, subscribe to our YouTube channel to watch us. But yeah, I think that's going to be it. So thank you so much. Bye. <laughs>